to the Coast Lead Distinct Podcast. This is your boy, DJ KO. K-Jack is in the building. TB couldn't be here. He had other obligations. I'd like to welcome you guys to the show, first and foremost. Uh, today, uh, we have a special show for you guys. But first, let me uh, get into the sponsors. Today, we're at uh, City Cellar down in uh, the Museum District in Houston. Uh, if you're ever in Houston and you want to have a happy, a nice little happy hour, get some wine, get some champagne, have a surprise birthday party, make sure you make your way down to City Cellar. The address is 1801 Ben Street. It's in River Oaks slash Museum District area. So holla at, holla at uh, my man Daniel. He's the owner over here. you more Third Ward Museum District. This right here? I thought this was, this was more River Oaks. Because River Oaks is like maybe two you, blocks. You cross 288 and Emancipation is right there. Oh, I, I didn't go that far down, so I don't know. <laughs> I was scared to go that far down. Boy, stop. <laughs> so anyway, today we have a special guest in the building. This young lady, uh, I've been knowing her for a long time, and uh, she always gets on my nerves. So, so you know, <laughs> I wanted to have her on the show because I see that she's doing some positive things in the community. This uh, sister, she's an HBCU graduate. She's a mother. She's a uh, realtor and she's a avid champagne drinker. Oh yes! Everybody, welcome to the show, Mrs. Kelly Morris. Hey, welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Look, it's funny. So Michelle said, "Next week I'm gonna have Kelly on the show." She was like, "Kelly, Kelly, I draw a blank." She was like, "Champagne." I said, "Oh, Kelly." That's yes. all she had to say was champagne. champagne. That's yes. it. Champagne my, rose. My yeah. What's the one? What's the one that uh, Jay Z has? Ace of Space, right? Ace of Space. Ace of Space. I never she had likes, it. I like uh, Ace of Space. I like Moet. She likes Moet. I like Vogue. He bougie, that's why. Whatever. I just like what I like. I just know the birthday party. I was like, the bottles just keep coming. Oh, wait till this year. Oh, oh yes. What are Your birthday's October? No, August. it was hot. August? August, oh. yes. I'm a summer baby. Yeah, we were at the pool. Yes, we're going to be at the pool this year, too, but at my house. At, oh, at your house. Oh, that's right. Hey. You got a pool. Congratulations oh, on that. That's a different Thank color. Thank you. Oh, oh girl. Yes, Whole I'm different ready. level, yes. See, that's that big money right Let me get my I'm baby. I'm trying to get some of that money like right ready. I just invited myself. I literally just ordered mine the other day. I'm ready. All the way for August. It's okay. I'm coming. You got to be ready. I'm bringing tequila with me. I'm bringing tequila with me, sir. No, don't. But anyway, guys, uh, welcome to the show, first and foremost, Kelly. Uh, you know, you. If you don't mind, give the people a brief, a little brief description on you. If they don't know you, know. of course, everybody that knows me, they know Kelly. So, Kelly, tell the people that don't know you. Well, hi, guys. Um, thanks for the introduction, Adam. Yes, ma'am. Appreciate it. Uh, and thanks for having me here on the show. I am from Louisiana originally. Shout out. I, I tell people that I'm from New Orleans. But if you don't really know Louisiana, it don't make a difference. But I'm actually from Laplace. Yeah, they think New Orleans is a state in itself. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but you know what? I still have a 504 number, so I trick people. They, they see that 504 okay. number, they're like, okay, New Orleans. But I'm not from New Orleans. I'm actually from Laplace in the St. John Parish. But, yeah, I went to an HBCU, Southern University. So I'm an HBCU, hey. a, a proud hey. HBCU graduate. Hey. The Southern University. The Southern University. Um, and that's where I met Adam. Um, but yeah, live here in Houston, <laughs> been in Houston now for ooh, a long time. I won't say exactly how long, but um, I'm married. I've been married to my husband, Michael, for going on nine years. Shout yeah. out to Michael. Congratulations. Hi, Mike. What's up, Mike? Uh, yeah, I'll let me, Mike. Don't. For what? For what? Don't, Michael. No. For what? Hey. It's too close to Valentine's Day to get in trouble, Michael. Don't do it, Mike. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, babe. 
Um, but we have two beautiful kids, Sydney, who is seven, who is my twin, and she acts just like me. And our son, Miles, who's my baby. He's three years old. But yeah, to Adam's point, I am a realtor now. I've been licensed for um, about three or four years, but I just actually got active. Okay. Because I also have a full-time job. Okay. So I do work in corporate America. I'm an HR consultant for McDonald's Corporation. Okay. I support wow. their corporate-owned restaurants in Houston and El Paso. So when COVID hit, um, and I, you know my travel schedule slowed down immensely, like, it, they gave me the opportunity to focus on my side hustle, which is is real, real estate. estate. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's been going pretty good. Yeah. Okay. But you don't yeah. do just regular real estate. You do high end real estate. I do. I do luxury real estate. Right. That's the real estate I can afford. Oh, we got to get you a reality show. Right. Yes. Million dollar listing yes. in right. Houston, right? The black edition. Yes. They don't have a million dollar list in Houston, though. They don't? I know, no. Yeah. Oh, they don't? Just oh. what, L.A. and New York? Yeah, but there, yeah. I mean, there's some, I work for a brokerage, Nanny Company Properties, and I mean, it's such a, uh, a great brokerage to be a part of because it's such a young and diverse uh, brokerage, and they have a lot of experienced uh, agents and the owner, Nancy, who is very um, just ingenious. She's in her 30s, so we're around the same age, and oh, what wow. she's been able to do with her brokerage is just amazing. I admire her so much for the boss that she is. Um, but we just have, you know, the largest social media following okay. on Instagram. We have a whole marketing team. What's the name? Nan, N-A-N, Nan and Company Properties. Okay. Yeah, so. Like Trick Daddy, you know Nan. You know Nan. You know Nan. You know Nan. Yeah. <laughs> you know Nan. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just amazing in itself. You're talking about a woman, high-end. 30s, like all of those. Yeah, are who's also a wife. She's a, a wife. mom. She's, she's a minority mm. woman as well. She's Hispanic. Um, oh, really? Oh. Yeah, she is. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I just yeah. So I just admire her on so many levels. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm just really blessed to be a part of the um, my agency. Yeah, it's giving me you know my intro into luxury real estate. Let's do it. Yeah. Congratulations. So speaking Thank of you. speaking of women in power. Of course, you know, we talked about this a little bit. We briefly, we talked about this. We have a black woman. Well, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say black. A person of color. And that's a woman that's minority you know, woman. a minority she woman. Black. Just say she black. black. In the White House. Right. As a woman, as a black woman and an HBCU graduate, how does that make you feel? When you see, when you, when you see a black woman that's in the office, uh, she graduated from HBU, HBCU, and you have a daughter also looking up to that. So how does that make you feel? It makes me feel proud. I mean, I shared a few thug tears on inauguration day. I'm not going to even lie. Yeah, because Hell of yeah. the fact that she's an HBCU graduate. Aside from the fact that she's half Jamaican, half South Asian, okay. I think what hits home for me is the fact that she went to an HBCU. Right. And that just gave me a huge sense of pride mm -hmm. and um, just excitement over her, um, you know, over her winning and now being the vice president. I'm afraid. I'm afraid because please, everybody, don't misconstrue my words when I say this. Your words are always misconstrued, right. but we, we appreciate but the disclaimer. Women in power is like, I love to see women in power. I do. But? But I think most women, when they get in power, they take advantage of it. Meaning? Meaning. Get them get them. Meaning. I'm going to let them make it right, plain. Make so, it plain, Pastor. So, meaning... They only put their own on. They only put other women on. That's not true. They That's don't. True. They don't think about men. Or Why do we have to think okay. about men? So let's back Higher. up. Let's because. back up. Let's back up. All right, go ahead. One, I've heard. I've heard people <laughs> say, 
they get nervous. A woman can't leave the country because we're too emotional. That's not true. Okay. Women make awesome decisions. They're yes. all, they're 95% of the men who, where they are in power, whether they say it out loud or not, they will not be where they are without a that woman. That is true. Let's be clear about that. That is true, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, women are not as emotional as men. Men have more pissing contests. They have to puff their chest up and beat their... There's more power struggle. To. with Exactly. We have to. Why? Mm-hmm. Women don't do that. Protection. You're going to get the work done. We're going to get the work done. And just because you put another woman on, that means you're trying to get the work done even faster and more efficiently. It has nothing to do with the gender. It's just trying to get the job done and get it done without a pissing contest, without trying to see who who did it the best, who did it the fastest. We're just trying to get it done and get it done correctly. Yeah, and I feel like as a woman, too, like you, it's it's just so much more pressure on you, whereas... Is it? Yeah, it is. It is. Because like, of your statement. Your yeah, statement right exactly, there just right there. The because, yeah, it because is. women, expe- I mean, people expect us men, particularly, expect, expect us to be emotional, right? And so I just feel like when women are in a position of power, we have to try and they expect ten you times to fail. harder. They're yeah. looking for you to fail. They're ten waiting for you to, to fail. Like, do a good job. So, all right, it's two, it's two things in, this, in America that's most feared. What right? is that? That's one of everybody's money and black women. Everybody fears a black woman. Why? For, because Why? They're, when they say something, they mean it. Power. That's, right? Power. So now, going back to what you said about uh, be, not uh, on, a, on side of every man is a successful woman. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the origin. And women, don't, don't slay me for this. Did you Got, say origin or orgy? Origin. Okay. It's where your mind at. Okay? You talking talk about some freaky stuff over I here. Mean, I know where you would go. That's why I needed to see where you origin. were going. I so was just trying to see. Women. He, 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 he said origin. You know he was talking about origin. Everybody not from down the bayou. Exactly. Just speak for the people. Exactly. So, women, you almost made me lose my point. But women are. That wouldn't happen to a woman. Was designed to be a helper, right or wrong. That's why you guys are so efficient in helping people. Who told you that? That's what God created us to, created. to be a helper. All right. God created a man to be a protector and provider. Okay. He created a woman to be the helper and a nurturer. Okay. Correct? So you guys master that, of course. But when you guys are in power, like, for instance, this is an example. Now, this is just me. Every time I had a, a woman for a boss or a superior, she gave me hell. She, the, she, you the, deserved it. The good thing is she, she wanted excellence out of it. But I'm like, I don't need to do all that. Where's the problem? Because it's like some stuff you don't have to put your, your first foot forward in. Yes, you do. You know yes, what I'm saying? Do. You don't That's have to do saying. it again. You probably deserve it. If she as had your foot on your neck, you deserve it. As a supervisor, when I was a supervisor, my staff, they knew I expected a certain thing. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, it was always, we are going to be proactive because I don't like to be reactive. I always tell my staff, if something happens, I don't care what it is, you better bring it to me and not somebody else. Because if I have to fix it from behind versus getting in front of it, it's going to be a problem. So why I'm not saying you can't make a mistake, but let's get it done without being reactive. You so don't have to always react. Why does it have to be so, like, so serious and straight to the point? Sometimes it could be it's like... It's not a game. But women, like y'all, y- you guys, y'all take things serious all the time. Because y'all always expecting a do-over because a woman, for some reason, seems to give you a lot of them and you get used to that. But everything doesn't get a do-over. I don't know. I you love, know. I, I love women. Don't get me wrong. I, I love everybody and I love women. But it's just, you know, sometimes, I guess women, I had bad, ex- 
bad experiences working with women that mm -hmm. had superiority over me, mm -hmm. and they they took advantage of their position. And that's true. You know what I'm saying? That, that can well not take advantage, but care a little bit. Well, I don't know how many positions you had where you have a female. I have had some situations with friends, and I've heard people say women act a certain way, and they have this, like you say, um, I'm in charge. Yes. I'm going to be up in here. I'm running this. A lot of times that comes from what's going on at home. Mm -hmm. And, yes, a man is supposed to lead and a woman is supposed to follow, but a man has to give a woman something to follow. Yeah, that's true. Most times that if you true. have a woman that is inferior in other places in her life, when she gets to a point where she gets an opportunity to be in charge and take control of something, mm -hmm. it can be overstep. But that's with anybody. I mean, too, it though. is. It I was just about to anybody. say that. But yeah. most times if that's what you're getting from a woman but it's not received in a proper, you know what I'm saying, in yeah. a positive way that she's just trying to make you great but you feel like it just won't let up, that could be coming from a different place. Let me say that. Not yeah. always, but yeah. it could be coming from a different place. But I think, again, too, I mean – all leaders, not just women, right. you know, have that issue, right? And a lot of leaders don't know how to lead in working in human resources. I mean, I come across that every day. And so I am more of a um, proponent of, like, the softer side of leadership okay. because right. that's what I do that, in my day-to-day. -day. Right. Mm -hmm. right. um, but, you know, you get people of every sex that are assholes. Right when yes. they get to be in those leadership positions. <laughs> so Adam, it's not yes. just women, and it's I guarantee not. you, if a woman had a foot on your neck, it's probably because you were not doing what you we were supposed to do. We already know Adam. Me? Exactly. You have to, we, okay, so we're gonna talk about you. And right. Kelly and I know you. They double teamed. Exactly. We see how they doing it. No. TV, where you so, at? So <laughs> we already know. All right. I'm not even your boss. We're gonna say we're your sister. Okay. Yes. Okay. Kelly has known you since undergrad. Mm -hmm. I've known you since Coach Hightower. Shout out to Coach Hightower. Was like, Kaya Hamilton, you're responsible for this one because mm -hmm. I know you can keep him in line. And, like, literally, that has been what it is. I have not been able to shake you since, like, 2000. It's not even now, that. Let's be honest. I think, what do I expect I'm about to, from I think, you? I think it's more of when you go to a HBCU, mm -hmm. you – First, you meet people that become friends. Then, right. over time, it becomes family. Right. Outside, extended family. So, I think that's what it was. And, you know, somebody that you can find in, somebody you, you trust, that's the com communication you have. But why? I don't know. That's just life. But that's just what it is. But you being who you are, you don't give everything to everybody. I do. I'm sure there's things you call Kelly and told Kelly everybody don't get. Just like you'll call me. Nah, Kelly cuts me off. She cuts me off. With the quickness. That's right. all she does, cuts me off. <laughs> there's a reason because you but but there's times where you hold people in this certain regard you may mm -hmm. feel like they have their foot on your neck but you know it's coming from a place of love because right. guess what you keep coming back you bring your black ass back right. every time hey man look we <laughs> so you just like abuse <laughs> yeah but we talking about women in power now we're gonna get back to that so we are in spe power. speaking of women in power y'all think that kamala 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 stop kamala. it stop it i'm gonna to stop kamala kamala Y'all think she ever will be the president because Joe Biden, he's like 78 or something like that, and it's going to be tough on him in his next couple of years? No, that man's still young. 78? My dad about to be 73. That man is young. 78? That's, 78 is not old. I thank God only. My sister-in-law's grandmother is 107, 108. Oh, she had a good life. Oh, that's a blessing. So People not living to 107, 108 like that. She did. She blessed. We're not going to count him out, but do we think we don't she could ever be out, president? 100% I believe she okay. could. Okay. With, that'd be that'd be hey, that'd be a, a sight to see. First woman, first black now, woman. Now when I don't know, I don't but know. she could yeah. be. 
I mean, she's setting herself up. So since she, you yeah, say she Joe is, is old, is. you writing him out. If Joe was to pass tomorrow, Lord forbid, that's she what she would be. Right. Exactly. And that's right. where she will be. Absolutely. That'd be, a, you know, a new day in America, you know. Absolutely. Things change. I mean, it, it's already a new day in America when you look at, I mean, even how far she's come. And you, you would think that a person like Hillary Clinton, right, would have this role. But just to see her in this position and, you know, thinking of her... Her background, where she came from, her you never upbringing. Thought it would be a black I mean, man yeah, it's, yeah, just it's it's so amazing, and it just shows you that anything is possible. And even though we we still do have a lot of work to do, I feel like we've come so far, mm-hmm. um, just with the things that have been happening over the last few years. Okay, know. so speaking of, uh, we were talking about business earlier, and how you have the side hustle, then you have your corporate hustle. How hard is it for to be a mother and transition motherhood? into a businesswoman. Is that hard to juggle? It is. You know, I wear many hats. um, And when I had my first baby, Sydney, I did Mm -hmm. take some time off from the workforce. And um, it was very tough. Like, being a stay-at-home mom, I feel like was the toughest thing that Mm -hmm. I ever had to do. Um, And, you know, hats off to the people who do it and people who do it well. I just don't think that that you know, fits me and, and, and what I want for myself and what I see for myself. Um, so I do do a lot, you know, on top of having a full-time corporate career and being a real estate agent, you know, my husband and I also own and operate our own healthcare business. And so I help him with that, even though he's, you know, primary because I have all, all this other stuff that I have to do, but I still collaborate with him and have my role in that business as well. So it's extremely difficult, but you have to um, find ways to juggle it all. Like, you know, I, I, I intentionally make time for my children. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm intentional about, about my time because I don't have a lot of it. Right. Okay. And so when I know I need to spend time with my children or designate time specifically for them, I, I make, my, make it a point to do that. Do I put it. my phone down. Just exactly. Do I just right. do it. I, you know, whatever needs to be done, I just get it done. But it's hard, and I have help. You know, shout out to my nanny, Christy. Um, She's full time. Got a nanny, see, full time. Uh, But I need it. I have to have it. And that in itself is a blessing. But one thing I am going to say, and it's not to slight any men, it's not to slight any women, but nanny or not, and I'm sure you can relate and understand, and I felt better when I talked to other moms and everyone can agree whether I, of course, I have no problem. I'm 42. I have a four-year-old. I'll be 43 in June. That's not the fate of a lot. Um, I have a lot of friends. You know, we make jokes and things happen because their children are high school, some in college, whatever. They're like, you're going to be such and such, and the kid going to be here. But all his friends going to be like, ooh, look at Miss Jackson. You saw Case and Mama, and I'm okay a cougar, with that. huh? That is. A I mean, cougar. You know, shutting the whole right. thing down. But when you talk about, you know, the workforce and things that we do, Men don't, not in a bad way, but the husband, the fathers, men don't buy into parenthood the same way. Absolutely the not. Does. Absolutely not. They don't. Absolutely the, the, not. The, 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 like, bless his heart. Shout out to Eric Haybay. But it's <laughs> like he still struggles with just like the lack of sleep. And when he doesn't get this many hours, yeah. and just, I, I can tell you. That's true. I, it's easier for me to tell you. 
when I have slept like so many hours, it, it's just it's, it's just my sleep is different. Like mm-hmm. the mother has to buy into a different system. Has to. Like the father's gonna get his sleep. He gonna do whatever. He gonna go. We check in more. We give our schedule. There's a reason why y'all have babies. Though. Let me tell you about my mama. This is a saying my mama used to always say: "What daddy won't do, mama have to." Mama and have to. We no don't have a. Cho- we don't have a choice. We do not have a choice. Like absolutely not. I don't have a choice well, in anything. Well, I think. God chose so the right say person. Transition is not really transition. It's just continuing. Mm-hmm. We're okay. continuing with another thing added to our to do. Now that's one thing I say about a woman. A lot of women they don't stop. Women no. don't stop. They keep going. No. Like if they get a degree, they want another one. They go get another one. The next thing you know, right. they got ten degrees. I'm like, why? Because We're content. We become content. We get our little, you know, like corporate America job. We can do our thirty years. We do our retirement. Get our IRAs. Get our four hundred one ks, and we out of it. You guys want to do... We are ambitious. I'm ambitious. like, man, y'all sit down and relax. And, and nothing is wrong with that. <laughs> like, nothing's wrong, wrong with that. Because nothing is. You're right. Nothing is wrong with that. But it's a good thing. It's yeah. a, you know, it, it's a drive. It it's is. Just, you got to be great. Yeah. So speaking of healthcare, you said something about doing your husband have a health has a healthcare, mm-hmm. ha, have a healthcare business. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it a, is it a, is it true that a lot of us, well, it's a lot of Americans don't have healthcare, but for us, the life insurance side of it. A lot of black people don't have the life insurance because they don't understand the importance of it. Is that true? That is true. Um, you said life insurance? life insurance? Life insurance. That is true. You know, I've run across several instances um, where, you know, people have died and their family members are left scrambling to pull mm. money together to bury them. And I just think as um, a community, we don't think about that. Right. You can you know, have more conversations uh, yeah, about uh, that. Yeah, more conversations around that. I mean, I have life insurance through my job, but, you know, whenever I go to my doctor and they talk about, like, advanced directives, I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. You know what I mean? So right. I think that, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people don't. Um, culturally. Yeah, culturally. They don't do, right. do, like, end-of-life planning. But, right. yeah, it happens more often than not. Yeah. A guy was telling me, uh, well, you know, I'd be looking into stuff like that. A guy was telling me that uh, with life insurance, a lot of other people outside of minorities, they get rich because their parents put $5 million policies on yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. So when they die, the kids get $5 million Absolutely. or whatever cash or whatever the funeral arrangements are, then they deduct that and whatever Let's or whatever their debt say is. I close my eyes today. My child going to be all right. Yeah. Right. So He's going to be better than all right. And look, not just that, but they... they t- before they leave, they teach the kid how to manage the money so that money will continue to gain compound interest. Yeah. You live off the, in- the interest. I off know that money, people yeah. who live off the interest of money, they will never see the actual money. They're living off the interest have, of that right. money. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. But you have to have that knowledge in Correct. order to make those decisions. That's generational and a lot of time, wealth. Yeah. That's a lot of times we don't rich. have that knowledge, right. you know? Right. And I was listening to another financial... Um, advisor, and he also recommended putting life insurance on your kids. Yes. Because if something Jason happens to your kids yes. and, you know, you're devastated and you only get, like, the two weeks bereavement or whatever it is, in some cases days, right? then, you're, you know, you're left stuck if you don't want to go back to work, work, which would be understandable, right, after losing a child. So I didn't think about that until I heard that person speaking. So I also have life insurance policies on my kids as right. well. I lost the baby in 2011, but she she wasn't born to put insurance on her. 
but I have family members who've lost children at young ages mm -hmm. and there was no life insurance. Mm -hmm. and so as a family, of course, we did what we needed to do. But even if something as simple as just burying the child in that moment. So here, um, we had to renew our life insurance, change the policies. It was time to update that. We went ahead and got a life insurance policy for okay. the baby. Yeah. You know, everybody was like, that's so morbid. No, it's life. It's, it's, that's it's right. life. And that's true. And coming from someone who's lost a child mm -hmm. and has had family members to lose children, it happens. Yeah. You know? And so um, even with that, I told my mom the other day that the next time that, you know, she and I are together and, you know, my brother, we need to sit down. I need to know passwords, policies, what's here, right. what's there. You know, there's just things you need yeah. to know because if I was to sit down and have to plan a funeral for my parents, I'd be like, huh? My mama always did funerals for the family, so I just right. show up. You know, I don't know what right. to do. But it's not, it's just preparation. It it's, is. It's, it's preparation. And, you know, it is morbid. Like, nobody wants to talk about no it. I get it. No. About it. But right. it's, it's necessary. Happen. Yeah, it's necessary. Because when somebody right. dies, somebody got to pay for it. Yeah. Somebody oh, got to pay for and it. And funerals are expensive, yes. okay? A, a for casket. a nice funeral. Yes. <laughs> I've known people to be like, no, we haven't had the funeral yet because we don't have the money. A yes. casket. Just for a cheap wooden casket. No a decorations on it. It's like 10 grand. Right. It's crazy. It can but be very expensive. Also, another hustle is this. Don't listen to me, though. Another hustle, <laughs> an old lady taught me this. She was like 65. She was like, she take insurance policies out. you in this age? 65. She was 65. Old. Well, okay. she was older. I'm sorry. She's an older woman. But she was putting insurance policies on other older women in the nursing home. What? That that happened. And making herself the beneficiary? Yes. But this is, so but when this they is die, how, she get the money. But this <laughs> is how you got to this day. She's a hustler. It hadn't always hustler. been that way. Um, but I'm going to say 10, 15 years or so, you have to now, the person you put in insurance and you're the beneficiary, they have to sign as well. Correct. Before, before then, I could go there and get an insurance policy on everybody in this room. That's right. crazy. If I chose to, and they never know, and when right. they die, I get the money. Get the money. If I choose to All you need is an obituary and uh, But now you have to let a person know. They have to sign off on it. But yeah, wow, I know a lot of people came yes. up on that scam. Oh, What's yeah. the show that comes on, like the Wealth of Crime shows? They had one oh, yeah. where this guy, this woman, she was going through like L.A. and she was putting insurance policies on homeless people. Yeah. What? Megan Bank. Make that's money. crazy. So that's, those are your type of things that started requiring them. You have to let a person know when you put life insurance because they have to sign yeah. off. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Speaking of life insurance, I just got a letter today from work, they saying that I have to take mandatory vaccine vaccination for. Oh, uh, you do. I have do. to take the mandatory vaccination, but I don't want to take it. Why? Because yes, it's, you do. It's a You're just trying to be controversial. I, yes, <laughs> no, he, I told Adam. I called Adam and I cussed him out after one of these podcasts <laughs> about a Republican and girl, Donald Trump. Girl. And I'm like, Adam, your ass is a Republican, you Trump supporting <laughs> ass in my effort. I cursed him out all the way out. And he is he's so he's such a Republican. He's okay. controversial. He is controversial. I, I be believe you voted for Trump. Adam, tell us. I did not. Did I you did vote not. for Trump? I did not. Okay. <laughs> but the vaccine vaccine. So are you guys taking a vaccine? The I'm mandatory yes, vaccine. I've been asking for it. I'm like, really? Yes. I'm not, you know what the problem is? You don't like the mandatory part. Yes, you got to do it. you and I have talked, you plan to take it. You don't like they that they're, they're telling you you, you have to do it. You were planning to do it anyway. So why do you care that they're saying it's mandatory Because there's a reason behind it. Because think about it. That's like somebody telling you, you have to you have to bank with us. Or you well, have to go here. we had a conversation here. about the mandatory early on. 
right. early in the show, correct. at your house, in the man cave. Correct, right. And you were like, no, no. And I was like, it's mandatory. You was like, but if they come. So here we are. What are you going to do? You going to quit your job? No, I, I got to do what I got to do. But, you know, that's why we talk about life insurance. <laughs> so, why is it so mandatory, though? But, but now that they're saying that's mandatory, why do you think you're going to die? I don't know because, the thing, all right, so, so everybody knows this. HIV has been here forever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, certain STDs have been here for a long time. Cancer. Okay. Uh, what's the other uh, killer that's killing a lot of people? I forget. The, well, it's a virus? No, it's a virus, but I forget what it is. Let's just say HIV again. It, it's been taking these guys, people, 30, 40, 50 years, and they still haven't come up with a resolve. I don't have a cure, but there is a medication that you can take, and you're HIV positive. Taking the medication, you can't spread it. They have commercials about it. There are advanced drugs. But this, I have this friends is, this who is have been vaccine. HIV positive for over 30, 45. Magic Johnson, there's treatment to keep you from spreading it. But they're saying this is the, the cure for the virus. Who's saying that? This is what the news is saying. They are no, not nobody's saying that. Listen, you see, he a QAnon conspiracy because look, theorist. Nobody look, has told you it was a cure. You had to take two doses of it. Nobody has said it was a cure. What did you Stop. hear that? The vaccine. QAnon. All right. Who told you Well, I'm that? sorry. It's not a cure. It's, it's a it's vaccine. A, just like the flu. The flu, right. You have to get Vaccines it every year. But it's a difference from the flu, though. No, that's the way you're thinking about it's it. That's the way people are thinking about it. It's a different strain. Because I had COVID. So I had COVID. Well, let your favorite Oh, you had COVID? I back in July. That was well, a long no, time you ago. did not. I did have did COVID. He? Yeah, I had COVID, but Girl. I was I was I was immune to it, so you know I was good. I, I got real Ooh. rich blood. But this vaccine, I don't like when somebody's somebody is telling you you have to mandatory take something. That's 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 the part you don't like. Yeah, I don't like that. Y'all don't think nothing fishy with that. No, I think it, I don't think it's I, I'm not gonna say it should be mandatory, but I I mean you know I'm ready you to get back to life. I not no I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I was about to say, like, why are you? Why is why do, why is it mandatory for you to get this vaccine? That's like, what they say. I know, like, for healthcare yeah. workers or whatever. Do you first work for the government? It first line, them. first line essential people. That's true. Uh, they have to take it. So people that um, are helping other people, they have to take it. Like a nurse or like a doctor or first line. People. But people in the hospitals are turning it down. It's not mandatory for it's, hospitals. It's your employer. It's right. So your employer is making it mandatory for you guys yeah. to take the vaccine. Not just me, but just people in general. It's a lot of people, but they, you know, they're not saying that. I'm the only one that's confident to say something about it. But Because you don't like the word mandatory. It's yeah. not the vaccine. It's not that they're saying it's for your job. You are that controversial. You don't like the word mandatory. It's if somebody, the word. All right. It's if, mandatory. If somebody said, Kaya, Kelly. You have the funding, you have the credit, but you can't live here. You got to live over here. Y'all going to be like, what? It's not the same. It's the same thing. If I was at my job and they told me my job that it was mandatory for me to get the vaccine, I'm, if I felt that strongly about it and I really did not want mm-hmm. it, just quit. What I would do is start looking for employment <laughs> elsewhere <laughs> elsewhere <laughs> until I can do what I need to do to get beyond that. So we're going to get off of that. So, Kelly, yeah. some influential women in your life outside of family who are some influential influential women in your life that invested and poured into you to make this person who this person is now i mean it's all family i mean starting with my mom doll shout out to doll what's up miss darlene how you doing my mom is everything (laughs) my mom raised not one but two strong independent successful women Mm mm-hmm 
Um, and she has been just a constant figure in my life that has provided me with support and encouragement okay. and love. Um, so it starts there. Okay. Period. Period. Um, <laughs> let's see. After that, I can't. I, I would have. This is a, a tough question. Yeah, I've run across in my life a lot of women who I felt were influential, um, but I can't. I would have to think of like their names because um, okay. I, I keep, right now I'm drawing a blank. You caught me off guard, it's but I will good. say now, recently again, Nancy, my broker. Okay. She is just. I mean, I'm so inspired by her every day. Um, so I think she has definitely been influential with this chapter of my life um, in real estate. Um, but yeah, there have been others along the way. Okay. So speak about. I see that you have a you uh you have a podcast. I don't have a podcast. Oh, so you were just on that podcast? Exactly. I was okay. on that podcast. So oh, okay. That again is my brokerage. So oh, providing see, you with I opportunity. thought it was yours. Okay. No, of course not. Adam, I don't have time. <laughs> That's what I, I was trying to figure out. I was no. like, damn, Kelly got a, got a podcast No, also? Adam, I don't have time to do my own podcast, but I can make time to show up on other people. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, I was, I was just a guest on my company's, my brokerage's podcast. So I got, a, I got a word game that I came up with. So for all my people that it's from Louisiana but live in Houston, I want to know if they still have. Uh, both of you ask. Act, both of you guys can answer these questions. If they still have Louisiana ties, right? So it just it's gonna be one word, and you just select one. All right. Would you rather have champagne or crawfish? Crawfish. Champagne. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you already know, right? Big Frida or Megan Thee Stallion. Big freedom. Oh, Megan Thee Stallion. That's my bitch. What? Yes. You so Houston right you now. You're I Louisiana, know. So. <laughs> I love Megan Thee Stallion. Jeez, you've been here too long. long. I know. I've been here way too long. All right. Bounce music or screw music? Bounce. Oh, bounce. Okay. All right. When the that beat drops. For the, sure. Look, the Superdome or the NRG? Oh, Superdome. Superdome. Superdome is your home. All right. All right. Papados or Commander's Palace? Commander's. Commander's. Okay. Popeyes or Frenchies? Popeyes. New Orleans, Canal Street at <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning. Damn. Bayou Classic. That Frenchies do be good though, but I'm going to go with Popeyes. I'm going Popeyes. Okay. And I gave Popeyes. you the exact location, right. Canal. <laughs> 24 canal hours during, yeah. Essence, during Essence. I'm going to go with Popeyes. Pop- okay, Popeyes. All right. So uh, the Zulu Ball or the Rodeo? Zulu Ball. Okay. Even though every time I go, I get aggravated because it's just All too many. Oh yeah. my God! Yes, but I love <laughs> it. Right. Of course, this is probably a bias. This next one is bias. Southern University or Texas Southern? Oh my God, Southern, Southern University. University. Right. Uh, the spot or rags? The spot. Oh, the spot. You don't like rags? I like the blue building. They be rocking from side <laughs> to side, but I'm, I'm gonna have to go, go with the spot. spot. Okay. I didn't grade, but. You still, you so Houston right I now. I am not. So you, you can't lie. go back to Louisiana. You lie. You saw all Frenchies and champagne on coffee. Really? Stop playing. And you say, oh, come on. Stop so, playing. But, yeah, man. But anyway, Kelly, look, I appreciate you coming on. I know you're busy. I know you got to get back to your family and everything. Oh. Anyway, Kelly, tell the people where they can find you, social media, websites, whatever. 
Yeah, so you guys, my Instagram is uh, callme underscore, underscore Kells. Um, my email is kelly.morris at nanproperties.com. I'm also on Facebook at Kelly Morris Realtor. Um, yeah, and that's it. Kelly, I appreciate you coming. Thank again, you're gonna have we're gonna do this again with you and Mike. Yes. All right. So everybody, I'm glad you guys tuned in to the Coastly Distinct Podcast. Make sure you all, if you in the Houston area, make sure you stop by City Cellar to get some wine. I don't know if you can see in the background, but we got wine everywhere. We got champagne. Uh, the address is 1801 Ben Street in the Museum District, outside of Third Ward, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, outside of Third Ward. So make sure you guys make your way over here. Guys, this is the Coastly Distinct Podcast. This is your boy, DJ KO. Okay, Jack is in the building. Be blessed. Make sure you guys subscribe, like, holla at your boy later. Peace. Bye. Bye.